Today is March 27th, 2021. Cal, let's talk about it, man. It's been a been a good amount of time. Can uh how's it going? Feels <laughs> 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 like I, given like what I know already at this point for like this date, I feel like that's such a fucking <laughs> messed up question to ask now. So, I don't know, man. I'm just I guess yeah, like Yeah, yeah. Know. Well, honestly though, I'm not like mentally not not too bad right now. There's a lot of shit I got to talk about, dude. All right, There's a lot of shit, let's, let's but we'll start with the them. elephant in the room. Yeah. Okay. I think we talked about before we started recording. So, all right. I am getting shrimp for my shrimp salad. I was going to eat tonight and I started with save Mart. Uh, just got the shrimp. Cause you know, the save Mart seafood section goes insane, but the Rayleigh oh, oh, seafood yeah. section does not go insane. So, but then I was like, ah, they don't have my tortillas. I like my whole wheat ones because I need the fiber. So to Rayleigh's, I went and I pull up, get a front row parking, you know, get a, get everything. And I, I'm at the cashier getting rung up. Uh, and it's actually my friend Gabby. Okay. And what's crazy is Gabby is very familiar with what's about to happen next. Uh, and my old manager, Daniel, creepy motherfucker, I'll say it right now on the air. Uh, and and he has attempted to catfish me when I did work at Rayleigh's. Uh, he pretended to be a girl and like texted me, and I saw right through it because my phone contacts had him as manager from Rayleigh's Daniel. So when he added me on Snapchat, he had a girl emoji and he was texting me as if he was a girl, but his name literally said manager from Daniel. I mean manager from Rayleigh's Daniel, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Jesus, right? Uh, he never like got touchy with me when i was at Rayleigh's. just you know would always stare at me and just i could tell something was weird but apparently nick and greg two people who look exactly like me funny enough uh they had like they, they had been touched by him before while working and also he attempted to catfish him and there was also uh people before i don't know who their names are um but they, uh, uh, oh yeah, he's actually gotten naked pictures from people who worked at Rayleigh's before, but those names I won't drop, obviously. But but Greg and Nick are are willing to right. yeah. to yeah have this out here. But um, and so creepy Dan creepy Daniel comes up behind me, and there's nothing to do behind me. There's no customers behind me. There's nothing behind me, and. He just comes up behind me and pretends to peek over at something. And while he does it, he just touches my ass. Like, just blatantly. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And, and Gabby, I, I, I turn my head to Gabby. She's looking at me wide-eyed. Like, she just she knew exactly what happened. She witnessed it. And I, I look at her wide-eyed and I'm like, what the hell? And I, and I lean over and I'm like, did that just happen? She's like, yeah, that just happened. And, and you were like, you were technically a customer at that point now, right? Because you I am I am a customer. I do not work there. Jesus. Yes, a customer. He, he did this to a customer. Um. So, he walks back to his thing, and his little manager stand, and I talk to Gabby about it for a little bit. I buy my food. I walk out, and as I'm walking out, I just wanted this motherfucker to know that I knew what just happened, so he can't sleep tonight. Um, he doesn't deserve to sleep tonight. So as I walked out, I literally like stood there and I just looked at him and I, I looked at him with the most like 
angry face. And I just made sure that we made eye contact for like such an uncomfortable amount of time. And then he turned away. Uh, And I'm actually almost thinking of going in right now tonight. Or I don't know. I I have a lot on my mind. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. My friend Gabby told me that he's been doing this for a long time, but Rayleigh's has known about it. The managers have known about this and they just have done nothing about it. But there is this new manager who will do something about it. But she said, I need to speak to her and not the other ones Hmm. because they will just brush it under the rug like it didn't happen. Yeah, but you definitely need to... Look, look, I think this also portrays this other kind of issue like sexual harassment for for men right for guys is definitely something that's not talked about a lot you know it's often seen as like right it's like seen as like how do you get sexual harass sexually harassed as a guy's like yes you can you know but people just don't like it's a sign of weakness almost like oh yeah oh you're you're you said you're sexually harassed by like a a, but even though you're a guy like oh that's like how do you even do that you know like that culture is so toxic and i think yeah doing the right thing here is definitely reporting this because I'm sure there's like this huge stigma for like guys to report that they've been sexually harassed and that just makes the problem worse. And that makes yeah. people like Daniel just that much more empowered to do these kinds of things. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And yeah. it's terrible. It's terrible, man. Like I, I wonder what the numbers would be if men were willing to, to speak out. Yeah. Cause, cause seriously, it's, it's, I think it's a lot more common than people think. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, man, I, I totally support your, your decision on, on moving forward with this man I, I really do think this is important yeah and and i just i just had to i always think of the double standard like in my mind and i just imagine if i was a girl and there was this guy manager who is known for manipulating girls to get them to send him uh naked pictures underage girls because he he tried actually uh getting naked pictures out of me when i was 17 so imagine there's a guy who has been known to do this in the past and the managers know that he's been getting <laughs> naked pictures from underage girls who work at Rayleigh's and has been known to touch customers and workers. There would be a fucking out, like there would be an angry mob headed to Rayleigh's, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, I would be going to Rayleigh's right now to kill whoever the fuck did that. So uh, I'm going to get this guy fired. He deserves to be fired. I, I don't care. You can't, I'm a customer. Like I've been going to Rayleigh since I was in third grade. This And this guy's been working there for that long. This guy is like, must have been watching me from afar and seen me grown up and has seen me grow up over time. Because I'm a regular and I know almost everyone there by name. This is creepy as fuck. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Wait, on, well, a side no- on a side note though, I'm kind of curious because like you say that you're purchasing all these things like your, your food. Do you like, do you like, cook and because oh, i well i definitely know you cook but like do you get your ingredients like every day to like cook your meals for that day or like sometimes like yeah sometimes? i mean we are my family we all have like drastically different diets like my mom's on keto my dad just eats whatever and mostly eats at work like i rarely see this guy eat breakfast or dinner and my brother eats just two chicken breasts and a bowl of rice every single night and oh wait he's still that. doing that yeah still oh my god yeah it's just how he works i guess but me i you know i like flavor so (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes wait sorry i remember like he doesn't season his chicken breast either right it's just chicken no no maybe a little bit of salt but never pepper yeah that's wild 
Right, right. Um, so I I went and got an entire motherfucking pineapple. You know what I'm saying? Not even like the pre-cut garbage. Like you had to get the whole pineapple, tomato, cilantro, mango, uh, onion, and then fried up the shrimp with like paprika. Uh, which paprika doesn't do anything, but it gives it that nice red color, color and all these yeah. other, yeah, all these other seasonings. Uh, the, the important one is chipotle, and then uh, put it into like this nice little salad and ate it with a tortilla. So it's like this sweet, uh, tart kind of tangy salsa with these Damn. fresh shrimp with tortillas. It's, it's delightful. Molly and I make it all the time. Like, it's if you want a refreshing dinner, because you know, like pasta and steak. It's the least refreshing thing. It's heavy, like, you know. Heavy. I feel like awful after eating it. Yeah, but this, like, you almost just want to go run a mile after you eat this meal for some reason. It's so light, but it, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, so nice. And where'd you learn this recipe? Uh, Molly and I just did a trial and error. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, we never look up recipes. Well, I mean, I mean, my dad's a chef, and I've always like, you know, the culinary thing. I've always, yeah. just, it's always been, and I was a chef for like six months at Jonah go. So I've learned like so many recipes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just make whatever now, but yeah. yeah, the, the cooking skill, dude, it's where it's at. It's where it's exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what else? So I would what like, else on your mind? All right. So this is a big thing. And right now I feel, I feel fucking great. And all of winter, honestly, I felt great in 2021. Has been a good year. This month <laughs> has been rough, obviously, and there's a lot of reasons for it. But January and February, I look back on my journal entries, and I've done well. I have done well mentally. Probably the best I've done since COVID started. But this sounds fucking crazy, and I hope you understand. I think I have... Uh, hold on. Let me, let me... Hold on. Break. We're taking a break. Hold on. Why does uh, I got I got to have the technical word for this condition? Okay. Oh shit! Wait, wait. Is this are you? Is this an obscure sorrows thing, or are you just googling? No, no. This is like a. Okay, I think I have seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> Straight oh, up. Oh, really? I really do. I really do, and I've I've never been one to like self-diagnose, but I'm almost positive about this one. And, but it's reverse because you know how a lot of people are like sad when during the winter during the winter the sun it drives me insane like it really it really depresses me like i if there's like a way i could put it if it wasn't obscure sorrow like when the sun's out it melts away my personality like i just stop existing like i i'm not connected to any of my memories i'm not happy i'm not willing to do anything and the moment afternoon comes around i feel fucking great the moment the sun drops i feel great like and it's been like this I remember I would always talk to my therapist and we were always trying to get to the bottom of it. I was like, why am I always like really happy in the morning? And then from around, like when, you know, when high noon hits. Yeah. Have I told you my hatred for high noon? I, I'm, so, I actually, I, I, I think we've talked about how we don't like direct sun. Like I remember we've had a conversation about like the perfect tennis weather and it's like sunny, but like the sun is covered by clouds. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that was our favorite yes. tennis weather. But I don't know if you've... So, wait. Tell me about High Noon. High Noon. I, I actually wrote a short story about it. I don't know if I still have it in my docs. My Google Docs. But I wrote it, like, a few days ago. But, dude, High Noon, like, I don't know what it does to my brain. But it really takes a toll. <laughs> like, it's really hard to explain. 
but I, I think like I think I can understand you though. <laughs> I think I can understand you. It drives um, me no, no, and it's like it drives me fucking insane, David. Like this isn't even like oh when the sun's out I'm irritated. Like when the sun's out like I'm like mildly suicidal sometimes. Like I is need it, to put that on the record. Is it the sun or do you think it's the heat? Because I know Mer says it's, heat. It's 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 both. It's it's like a combination of both. Because the sun will irritate me, and then the the heat just adds more stress to it. And I don't know what it is. And I wish like because it just seems like such a, such a weird thing to talk about. Like yo, the sun made me depressed today. Like what? What? That is, it feels like it doesn't make any sense. But nothing has made more sense to explain what I've been feeling this year. And like that really sums it up. <laughs> like I, I'm never happy from I think it's 9 a.m. is really when it starts and it ends at like sunset, like 6 a.m. I mean 6 p.m. Hmm. I'm serious. And I hope like I always feel like no one would believe me, but I'm I'm gonna see a psychologist about it <laughs> and yeah. hopefully like try out some medication because it has something to do with like a production of a hormone that is only created due to like a certain exposure to a certain type of light. And some people are, you know, are affected differently. Hmm. And like, that's the gist, obviously like I have no, none of the terminology correct, <laughs> but that's the gist of it. So I'm going to go, you know, get like properly diagnosed mm-hmm. by a psychologist and a psychiatrist and just see if it, if it helps. And, I will be moving somewhere cloudy by the end of summer. So, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm guessing not Santa Cruz then. Well, there is, well, you know, Monterey. So I looked it up and I've actually put a lot of thought into this. Like this isn't like some shit I've just thought of like today. Like I've been thinking about this for a long time, but uh, I've been looking at cities in California that have the least amount of sunny days actually. And there's a website that like will tell you the total amount of sunny days that are out here. And apparently Monterey almost is like always cloudy for some reason. Oh, but Santa that. Cruz yeah. is almost always sunny, even though they're like less than an hour apart. But it's just the altitude change. Hmm. And there is a junior college in Monterey. And also Monterey is dirt cheap compared to Santa Cruz for some reason as well. Like you can get a room in Monterey for like 500 bucks a month. And the cheapest room in Santa Cruz is like 900. Hmm. Yeah. So this seasonal affective disorder is literally going to decide where I like live if I'm being honest because like I've been this has been driving me crazy I just I just want to feel like how I'm feeling now all the time like how I feel now I I could just like I have this book next to me and I just want to fucking read it and like I just want to go on a walk I want to take my dog for a walk and I want to work out and like I, I feel like I can think of my past and I feel like I love people and for some reason why when the sun's out, like I don't love anyone. I have no motivation to do anything. And I just lock myself in my room until the sun goes down. But I just felt like no one would have ever understood this. Yeah. But I'm just feeling like I'm just in, in a mood to just spill whatever the fuck I'm thinking about. No, so. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm super happy. You know, like I'm super happy for you because again, yo, dude, like we, we knew this would happen. You know, like we yeah. were both in a pretty fucking dark place last week. And yeah, I'm 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 doing really well today too, man. Like, um, that's also why I wanted to record. Like, I'm feeling great, dude. Like, yesterday I turned in my fucking final assignment 
um, well, a final assignment is really took me a really long time. It was pretty frustrating, but that's done. Um, I ended up figuring out my summer too. Um, my PI. Oh, ended up, f- fuck yeah! What happened? Tell me. Yeah, the, they 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 ended up saying like, yeah, we'll pay you. Um, and and so now I'm a paid intern, and now I can work for them. So so they finally <laughs> came around and said, you know what, we'll invest in you a bit. And so they're paying me, I think, three thousand dollars over the summer to cover like rent and stuff. So. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm more or less stable there. So pretty excited. Um, and yeah, and like this weekend, you know, like today I I went to do an escape room with a couple friends, and that was fun. And I did a podcast conversation. I really want to talk about this podcast conversation though, because I think I think you'll get a kick out of it. Tell me. Um, it's with a senior. His name is Trevor Barrent. Uh, and you know his background. He he's he's from a uh he's from a pretty interesting background, but was really interesting and you know this will eventually be published so you get to hear the full thing but this is what he said so is for like 10 years of his life his dad went to harvard and for like 10 years of his life his only goal was to get to harvard like that was his only goal like college mm-hmm. college college get there and once he did he d- didn't really know what to do then and and get this like he hated school he really didn't care for school and even after he came to harvard you know he would do the bare minimum to just get by to just pass and he would always take the easy classes. And, you know, he would sometimes just not show up for class and skip class and play basketball and go play the drums and the quad. Um, and, and yeah, now he's a senior and, you know, he really got into sports manage- management and, you know, he loves watching the NBA. So that's why he wanted to do sports. And then he thought he was going to be a sports manager. And then he interned at the, for the Red Sox and then found out investment. And entrepreneurship, and now he's doing that, and now he's becoming a venture, a venture invest investor, I think, something mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. he said that, and this is this is the parts where I'm like really interested in, but just don't know how to respond. He says he doesn't want to be a starving artist. You know, he has a, he has a lot of interests, right? He loves drums, he loves music, but he doesn't want to be a starving artist. He feels like going to Harvard and becoming a starving artist is like wrong, so to speak, right? Because he definitely sees Harvard as like a clout label yeah. and yeah. like an endorsement. And through that endorsement, you, you f- it feels like you have an obligation to make the most out of that, you know, and, and becoming a starving artist. And this is what he just, you know, he brought that turn up, you know, turn up starving artist. And yeah. And I, and here's the thing. I didn't want to, I don't think it was right for me to disagree with him. I certainly felt like, whoa, this is a weird way to do it. But then I thought to myself, like, shit, man, like, what is the right way to quote unquote do college? You know, because I certainly felt like there was a certain way, right? Pass your classes, yeah. do well, focus on yeah. it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's doing well. You know, like, he's literally on track to make seven figures by the end of this year. Like, Jesus. after, like, a few months after graduating college. Like, shit, man, he made it. And, and he's doing what he wants. You know, he's making passive income and shit. And, yeah, you know, well. Sort of, like that's the key if you're an artist passive income <laughs> if you yeah, want to do exactly art. Well, that's, that's yeah. what he said too like it, i i don't want to be a starving artist so what i'm going to do is i'm going to focus on making passive income stream, income streams and when i'm comfortable that's when i turn to music that's when i turn to yeah. painting yeah and that's really interesting i don't know um and 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 he also brought up a really interesting idea in that like in college really like his entire philosophy is just like fuck it i'm just going to do what i enjoy if i want to watch the nba highlights I'm going to watch it, even though it's like during class. 
And he, I have two initial thoughts. And after that, you know, just I'm curious to know what you think as well. Two thoughts. One of which is that I think this way of thinking is a privilege, right? Yes, so I was about to mention that. Is a privilege because those who come from more difficult backgrounds, they can't afford this way of thinking, quite literally. Because here's an opportune moment to, to make the most out of your academics. And this comes back to the thought that I have about like how creativity is a luxury. It really is, I think. Like I'm trying to make it so that mm. like, I really think creativity is a luxury. Like mm -hmm. I know it sounds so bad and I know like every person has capacity to do it. But it's more like do people have the time for it? And people yes. who are in survival mode, do they have the option for creativity? Like evolutionarily speaking, is creativity favored for Ooh. fight or flight situations? Yeah. yeah. You know? Jeez, that is such, that's fucking beautiful. This is like, if I was to have a, like a class that taught philosophy, these are the questions I'd be asking. Yeah. That is beautiful. And, 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 and you know, that's, that's what I thought about this podcast you know it's like damn man like this i mean it works for you you know but at yeah. the same time this this kind of stuff won't work for many others so i'm actually yeah. contemplating right now whether or not I should, I should publish this episode and i'm not sure yet i really i'm really this is the first time i've been conflicted about whether or not to, to publish why are you, why are you conflicted because it's i mean frankly it's very insensitive to certain groups you know students who are who are like you know, struggling with, with finances and all that. And it's like, it's like, oh, it's like Maslow's hierarchy of need, you know, like at the very basic, you need shelter, food, water, then you need like security, including financial security. And then at the very top is self-fulfillment, self-actualization and like creativity and all that. Right. And it feels like we're in this conversation, we're all just like kind of frolicking around the field of like in the daisy fields, talking about creativity and passion and interest. And that's kind of like, it's basically being extremely insensitive to the students who, you know, come from first generation background and are, are trying to get through college to earn a, a great wage and yeah, help yeah. support their family. Well, well, did you listen, you listened back to the podcast, I'm assuming from like start to finish. Haven't yet. Or, but okay. I, well, uh -huh. start there and, and ask yourself like, do I sound self-aware? Because the worst thing is a privileged person who lacks self-awareness. That's where you run into problems. But privileged person who is self-aware and can put disclaimers and instead of just having, yeah, having the discussion of frolicking around in the flower fields next to a landfill like you need to you got to draw attention to that i guess but at the same time like should you just be condemned from having certain conversations because you're privileged like aren't you you're allowed to have you're allowed to talk about these things. It's your lifestyle. You'd be lying if you said this wasn't your situation. <laughs> I have no idea, though. Again, I would have to listen to the podcast to have an opinion on it. True, true. Could, could you send me the file? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna actually do. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna do any editing because I just want to hear you hear let you hear the full thing. And I, I definitely yeah. want to know your thoughts before I publish because yeah, I really don't but, want to like you know yeah. fucking cancel myself here. You <laughs> just feel like hey. Like worse, yeah, yeah. You don't want to get. In, that's something that you'd that you could get in trouble for for sure. And it's just, I'll I'll listen to it. How about that? Before yeah, I you. have any opinions, 
Um, well, but, uh, but, like opinions of the ideas so far that you've heard. I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one that like stuck out to me, the one that you just brought up, is like, is creativity like for the privileged? And I, I actually have talked, I've been talking to my brother about this of all people, because my brother's been doing like a lot of like psychedelics lately, and he's been just like walking around the house, like talking about philosophy and God and all these things, and. He would always tell me, like, why are all these people just, like, sheep, like, not thinking about this kind of shit? Like, like why don't people just wake up? I'm like, well, because for, for starters, like, you don't have anything to do. And, and you're not in a position where you have to work two jobs. And it's, it's kind of hard to be an existentialist when you have to live constantly in the moment, literally, because you're either in danger 24-7 or you have no time to be an existentialist because... You're at work all the fucking time and you're taking care of your kids and you never have a moment to just step back and and self-analyze. And so like philosophy, even though it is for everyone, some people get a relic in it more than others because revel in it more than others because they just have time and they're in a position where they can't think about those, those types of things. But then I, I would like to clap back by saying, look at, literally all the beautiful movements in art that have happened in the United States born through struggles. I mean, jazz was born because of the struggles, the culmination of all these cultures in the South and just all the related experiences because of them being oppressed and look at rap. Literally rap is built on black struggle that entire genre of music. That's where it began. That's where it started. And so through struggle, art can be born as well. So this is where I'm indifferent. Mm. That is interesting. That is interesting. But when I say that creativity is a luxury, I also mean just like given two people, one of which is well-off privileged and one of which is struggling, who who has more access to creativity? You know, who who can sit yes. down and yeah. really, yeah. you know, because I feel like the people who do come out of these sh- struggling situations in like rap and in, in art and in, in, in music, it's like one in a very few, you know. It's true. Yeah. Right. Like the, the people that we see come out of these are the exceptions, not the norm versus the privileged. That's the norm. You know, that, that the these these are the people or who can say like, you know what, maybe I can pursue this because they have the security to know that if they fail, they're not done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, and so it's even more inspiring to listen to these people who like, they really got into rap or into jazz because it was a necessity and not just because they were privileged and happened to just try 15 different instruments and had lessons from 15 different teachers and had plenty of time to do these things. But because they had to, they just needed to express themselves because of their situation. So, and that makes me kind of despise, even though I am privileged, like that's just kind of making me mad at myself because like, wow, I've been in this privileged position my whole life and I haven't made a shred of art this entire time i really have nothing to show for it nothing and then there's all these people who would 
just be dying to have the resources I have to express themselves. Mm. So we got we to gotta be more fucking mindful. We got to be more mindful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but otherwise today I also went to the bookstore because um, one of the unsheltered people in Harvard Square, he actually wrote a book called nomadic in america talking about like the struggles and, and traveling through america as a homeless man and unfortunately the book actually sold out and it's not in there anymore and they said to come back next week but that was just another thing that i did today but um let's see what else yeah that was, that was really it and just kind of relaxed finally like this week has been just rough you know Got the good news of the summer thing on Thursday, so that was good. But um, yeah, turned in my thing, did my midterm on Wednesday. Like I'm just this weekend. Hopefully, is the time for healing. Like I said, you know. Yeah, I- I'm glad that we're both in a good place right now. I'm, I'm actually really, I can sleep very nicely tonight. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's been, yeah, we've been out for the count. Like. Yeah. March has kicked our ass and then we're coming to the end and let's just finish strong and set the tone for next month. Exactly. Really I'm, I'm curious, though, is um so is Molly did Molly decide where she's ended, ended up going? Oh yeah, she's going to Berkeley, like no questions. Right, that makes sense. Like she doesn't even have a second thought. Like even if she got accepted to UCLA, she wouldn't even put thought into going to UCLA. Like has you, UCLA isn't out yet? She's she's whitelisted. Oh at, yeah, UCLA. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, that's that's insane. And what I've realized is to really, if you want to get into these schools, um, you have to take college classes. Like if you went to the junior college and took classes, it's a big fucking deal to these people. And I know that for a fact. Like right. that's that's really what, what will set you apart. So like if you're trying to play the game and you're in high school and you're listening to this, go sign up for two classes right now because that just proves <laughs> that you can take college level classes. Like that's all the proof they need to let you in, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also like, yeah, I got denied by everything. I guess we should just touch upon that briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Literally denied to every single school I applied to. And I was waitlisted Whoa. at Santa Cruz. Yeah. And I don't even know if I'm going to go to Santa Cruz anymore. Like just having my, just having a lot of thoughts. I don't know what to do. And and also Molly and I have just been like, it's so real. Like we really are just never going to go to her. It's going to, we're going to get to a point where I'm just never going to go to her house and have dinner with her family anymore and see her cats anymore. It's Do like, really that's going to happen. Like, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's adulthood. And, and her, I mean, her parents are going to Kansas when she goes to college. Oh, shit. like, like we, We've just been doing the same things for two years and it's just all coming to an end now. And and, and I know change is good, but it's also just like... Yeah, it's going to hurt, but... yeah, I mean, it's kind of like... It's kind of like that good pain, though, you know? It's like, you, yeah. shit, man. Like, you know things are going to be different, but, you know, it's, it's bound to happen. And Damn. you always know that change will elicit new things, exciting things. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like when has something exciting ever came from something expected? You know, the, the point of it being exciting is the the point of it being unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. And this will be a learning experience for me because I need to be comfortable with change. I mean, I'm I'm not yeah. too 
bad with change. I've always loved change, but this is big change. This is, I mean, I've been living under the same roof and I've been doing the same things every day for my whole life and everything's just going to get, everything's going to change. <laughs> so I just got to kind of be okay with that. And, and also I thought I was going to be okay with like not being with Molly, but now it's the thought of that's killing me. So yeah, I don't know what to do about that either. Yeah. Like, it's going to be hard not to see her every day. Yeah. I guess on the topic of that, so the podcast episode is published, by the way. With Oh, it is. With that one person, yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's dope. How do you feel about that as well? I'd like to task. This episode was probably the hardest edit out of all of them really it felt so fucking bad man <laughs> mm-hmm. like just hearing her voice laughter too Fuck, i man. bet my biggest weakness is laughter dude like mm. shit that gets me real quick yeah and if someone with a nice laugh it's the best or just someone who laughs often, I think. Oh, like, yes. Yes, those like, people are the like, best, too. Like, non-judgmentally laugh at almost everything that one says. It's just energizing. For me, at least. Like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the way to to really go, to really confuse me, to really get into my head, you know. But, <sighs> yeah. It's kind of funny, too. Like, generally speaking, um, what's that common thing is, like, if you imagine your crush with a different hair thing and like you don't mm-hmm. find them attractive anymore, then oh. you know it's a crush and not like a and not <laughs> a serious like a real attraction. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, I tried that and it didn't work. Um, <laughs> well, uh, and I'll probably save some of this other stuff for like after after finishing recording but um um yeah that would be kind of weird to talk about on the podcast but um but yeah no it's i'm not sure what to do i really mm-hmm. don't know yeah and i'm i'm really hedging on the fact that this was just fade what do you mean it's just fade it'll just fade hopefully oh yeah. fade oh. fade fade yeah i hate i hate things just fading what do you mean? Damn. Like, just imagine yourself in 10 years or, or uh, 10 years is a long time. Imagine yourself in five years looking back on this and, and just thinking like, well, you never knew what, what this could have been. Well, it's not like I can act on anything, you know? You definitely need to, fuck, man. You need to write about this. You need to make a no, story about this. No. Oh, you need to no, do, man. Make, you need to. You need an outlet. You can't just. This let is this my outlet. What are you talking about? You. you need more than that. When than, than just this. What you, do you it mean? seems. David, is it eating you from the inside out? Uh, yeah, a bit. Well, then it's not properly expressed. No, I, I guarantee you, I can't express this better than I am doing now. Seriously, I'm being. I'm being okay. fucking dead ass right now, man. I can't. There's no way that writing this down would make it any better. Guaranteed. Like I, I know what to expect. This this is by far the most helpful. Okay. If you're Definitely. sure of that, then guaranteed, man. I can't write my thoughts down, dude. I can't. Why not? It's just not my thing. It's so fucking slow. So like slow. My head, 
my my brain has so many thoughts going through and my hand can't go that fast so like i would lose thoughts oh my god david you need to you need to watch you need to read flowers for algernon what the fuck it's so you that's the same problem the main character ran into yeah but uh, no you i know you journal which is great but like i can't dude i'm telling you i can't i've tried well it's i know well sometimes it does bother me um like the fact that i am thinking but sometimes like yeah it's tough yeah it's, that is a good point you can type really fucking fast though no oh, wait typing is even worse and like, why is that because that that uh, i mean yes it's just, faster yeah. but, but online like no that's yeah it feels so artificial I mean, yeah that's true it's like the least human way to put your thoughts yes down. definitely because now yeah. you lose both the like your handwriting I know. And and I mean if you're doing voice, that's probably the most personal. Yeah. I think one degree removed is your handwriting. Like, yeah, that's still your handwriting. But now typing it, like you lose all human humanity in that. That would be my last option. Best is this. Second best is writing. Like I do have a journal, you know. But what yeah. I write but what I write in it is like random ideas and thoughts I have. Right? Like these little quips that I want to remember. Like for instance, um, I recently just wrote this in a couple hours ago. Stasis in subway, just those three words. Well, and then I explained it a little bit, but stasis in subways, because I was on the subway this afternoon. Yeah. Um, getting back from the escape room, and I noticed everyone is so fucking still on the subway. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Like. Well, picture, like, obviously people are like moving about. They're either staring at their phone or just sitting listening to music, right? Like you look and you realize like everyone's like, everyone's, like frozen, literally. And I, then I kind of like realized like, yo, like the subway is such a weird place in that like everyone's, everyone's stuck in a moment, like a transitionary period from going <laughs> from one place to another. Yeah. Right? Like they're all frozen waiting to get from one place to another. It's like no interaction, no sensory awareness. They just wait. You know, it's literally, it's literally yeah. teleportation. If you think about it, it's literally teleportation. Wow. You're right. You know? You're right. But but it shouldn't be. I feel like you're not making the most of your time on the subway. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't like. I'm not one to like. I guess in this case, I'm not one to say whether this is good or bad. But it just struck me as so fascinating that like. Well, do you bring a book with you on the subway? That's like the perfect place to read. Uh, no. Well, I mean, it's loud, and it, at most, it takes like 10, oh, minutes, 10 minutes. That's it's right. Not, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But I did. When I thought of that thought, I I did a voice memo. I just said stasis in subway um, on my voice memo, and then I came home and wrote, wrote about it real quick. Um, yeah. But th- but that's what I journal about. I I don't think I can journal about my thoughts, dude. I really don't like I, when I say thoughts, like feelings and stuff like that. I do, and it works for me, but I guess everyone has a different medium that works for them, so I'm not going to judge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love journaling. I've, I've almost, you know, I went through an entire Pilot G2 recently. Oh, I use, I, you know, the Pilot G2 is like the most elite pen. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I use. Wait, do you use 0.7 or 0.5? I used Fatty. 0.7. Oh, 0.7. Yeah. The, the yeah. Thick I like a I like a thick stream. Yeah. No, no, no. I but you. but I, I understand the precision. I don't judge people. I'm not. No, 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 no. I, don't, well, I don't think we need to divide this community. Exactly. Well, this is kind of interesting. I do 0.7 when I write, and 0.5 when I do math. Really? That's, that's oh, my, I see. I see that. 
Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. For sure, for sure. But yeah, I, I, but, I really. I'm, oh yeah, go ahead. We're, uh, I was gonna say something. Yeah, but yeah, I did. I went through an entire pile of G two. I just wanted, I was really proud of myself because I've always wanted to go cool, through yeah. a whole pen. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing here. Well, like my journal is um a hundred pages long. And my goal is to like eventually be able to write in it often enough. So I'm going through one book per semester. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Or basically I want to go through three books a year is what like my general yeah. rate yeah. would be. No, I feel that 100%. Um, yeah. yeah. But, and I'm really curious if like to, I, I think if, if you can, if you have time, I, I really would like you to listen to this episode and just let me know what you think about this person. Um, yes, email me the file or no. It's, it's on. It's on spot. Oh no, no, no. I mean the the, the girl, the, the woman. Oh, I want to. I'll listen to both of them tomorrow. Okay. I'll. I'll. Well, one of the about Trevor. That one's not published. I'll email you the direct files. But okay, yeah, I need something um, to do while I'm hiding from the sun. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, you should definitely check out the one that's been published already. Um, Anna. Oh, I guess I never told you her name. Well, I guess there's a good reason. Shit. Fuck. You just told uh, me. Well, I mean, you'll find. I out. mean, I just looked. I looked at the fucking title right now. I, oh, I went okay, on Spotify okay. to look. All right, well, I do. I yeah, but I don't want to mention on this podcast though. So I mean, you said the first name, but don't, don't. I don't yeah. think some things need to. The name needs to be unspoken. In general, on this podcast, I think names should be. Yeah. Unspoken. Well. Okay. I guess one, yeah, I guess one. Day fuck, here, no, yeah. no, no, wait, fuck, fuck, please, wait. I just realized I'm gonna go. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to go to sleep right after this. I, I really don't want to end on this. No, I want something else to think about. Please. Oh, okay. Well, here's some new book recommendations from Cal. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, well, I just, I just finished The Stranger. I think I mentioned it last episode. Yes. But I'm back on my reading shit, dude, which is a good feeling because uh, I, I wanted to finish like multiple books this month and I was lagging. And I'm glad I was able to get this done though in a few days. And The Stranger, I'm holding it right now. If you can't tell. Really good. It's a French philosopher, Albert Camus, and crazy guy, crazy guy. This book is a crazy book. It's about this guy who just lives in the moment, lives in the fucking moment, doesn't think of anything else, never takes a moment to self-analyze or, and he doesn't really feel anything. He's like the most emotionally unavailable person in the world. And it's written in the first person, so you really get in his head. And he doesn't care that his mom died. So check it out. It's really all I can tell you about it. Stranger. Albert Camus. It's very oh, popular. Yeah. I, well, I, I did get the book on Kindle and I read the first few pages. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I just I just now realized like, yeah, that was his mother. Like the first few pages, his mother's dead, right? Yeah. He just like he just visited her. Yeah. He was like, Yeah, uh should I go visit? <laughs> it was like, yeah. yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah. No, I, I started the reading, so I'll I'll let you know my thoughts. It's a yeah, short book, right? Yeah. And you need David, you need to read Flowers for Algernon. Like put everything on fucking hold. It's it is so you. It is so you. And it's rare that like someone's recommending you a book because it's you in a book, David. That's true. But not. I'll, all right, that's that's reached the top of my list. Flowers for what again? Flowers for Algernon. How do you spell that? Uh, flowers. I have to write it out for A L G E R N O N. Flowers for. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool. It's a, it is a fucking classic. It's like one of those books that came out of the 50s that like everyone loves. Like, right, you, right. you know, the 50s were a like, golden age. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, 
read that shit, dude. And it's the first like 40 pages are just gibberish and you have to like decode it. And it's because he's like, he's mentally handicapped for the first 40 pages. Oh, what? Yeah. And he, and he slowly becomes smarter for reasons. Yeah. Read it. It's a classic and it's about emotional immaturity and, but, but also combating this with your intellect. So, with that, I hope I hope that was good enough ending for you. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Thank you, Cal. I. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we got to this point. It was. It's been a rough road, but I feel yeah, like this is now like, like we got we got our our shared due of happiness. Now, yeah. Isn't it so funny though how you just feel so trapped when you feel so shitty? Like, I was convinced I was never going to get out of this yeah, feeling. But then you realize, like, wait a second, it was just literally right around the corner. <laughs> so here we are let's just make the best of this let's really just i mean enjoy we can't it. feel yeah let's enjoy it let's really when we're happy let's feel happy because when we're sad we're just so good at feeling sad for some reason mm. yeah all right well this is how david and cal felt on march 27th 2021